of unfortunate sequels where we explore the highs and the lows of cinema's most enduring franchises. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. And today we are talking about the lowest rated movie in the Scary Move franchise, which is Scary Movie 5. The Scary Move franchise? Did I call it that? How embarrassing. It was a scary move to make that many of them. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, This move was created in 2013 and has a 3.5 stars on IMDb, which feels about right, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's an accurate rating. Yeah. Like, whenever we do this, I want to compare it to other movies that are around that area. It's so hard when you get that low, though. I know. I mean, Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. All right, well, Three Ninjas was obviously better, but... Three Ninjas was way better than this. Because that's just because every Three Ninjas movie is gold, so... I disagree, but I did laugh a hell of a lot more during that Three Ninjas movies than this one. I think I even laughed more during the first scary movie than I did in this one. Although this was less grossly offensive, which we'll talk about, but still pretty offensive. I had some beef right off the bat. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he put the movie on and paused it for me. Like, he got it ready, and he was already had, like, a mini paragraph of notes. And I'm like, bro, we haven't started the film. Okay. Scary Movie 1 follows the plot of Scream pretty closely. Yes. And uses the Scream font. It's not following the plot of Scream anymore. Why do we still have the Scream font, Scary Movie? Why don't you use the font of the movie that you're parodying? Really? That's that was your. Beef? That's going to be the worst thing about this movie. It's not at all. And also, the only the first one follows the Scream films. That's what you? I'm saying. You should have the font of the scary okay. movie follow the font of whatever movie you're parodying. It'd be cool. <laughs> this one follows several movies, but the main one seems to be Mama, which I wasn't expecting at all. Yeah, Mama and Paranormal Activity were the big ones. Paranormal Activity, I did expect. They they mostly just took, like, the visuals of Paranormal Activity, which was, I understand, at the time. Those were, like, huge. Those movies were coming out so much. And I think they were kind of mocked a lot. But Mama was, like... Was that a very big movie at the time? Like, we saw it in the theater, and I remember enjoying it. It was a pretty fun movie, but... Maybe, I mean, this was on the tail end of a lot of other scary movies. Maybe, like, there just hadn't been any good noteworthy ones. It was just a, it was a very peculiar choice, and I wasn't expecting it at all. And I thought it was going to be mostly just paranormal activity and taking those plot lines, but I honestly couldn't tell you the plot lines of any paranormal activity. That's another franchise we'll do, I'm sure. I've only seen Well, you see there are these cameras, right? (laughs) And ghosts. Okay, so this movie starts out... Uh, of course, with Charlie Sheen and Lindsay Lohan. I am glad, though, that Charlie Sheen was only in it for, like, four minutes. At, well, it was probably longer. It was the longest five minutes of the film. But... I'm going to have a recurring segment where I just tell you a joke that went on way too long. <laughs> because, holy crap, there are a lot of jokes in this movie. And know ahead of time that I'm using that term pretty generously. <laughs> But there are a lot of jokes that just go on way past the point where they could have ever been funny. Yeah, like they weren't funny to start, and then it was like a lifetime passed, and it was still happening. Yeah. So there's a sex scene here that goes on way too long. Yeah. The thing is, the Naked Gun, the bad Naked Gun movie also had this problem, didn't it? And I know they have some of the same creators. I remember hearing once, I don't remember who said it, 
but it was um, a sketch comedy writer who said that it was really difficult to know when to end a sketch. And I think that's what it's feeling like a little bit is like, it's just a bunch of like bad sketches kind of stitched together to be a quote movie. Yeah. And I think they, they do. I mean, this is super common in like family guy and things like that too, where you make a joke and if you make it, it gets to the point where it's like, all right, it was kind of funny. And then it goes on so long. You're like, all right, it's not funny anymore. And then they just keep going. And then by the end, it's like, all right, maybe it's funny again. And it seemed like they were going for that balance and they just missed the mark every single time. The fact that you're saying that family guy jokes are funnier than this is really appalling, but also understandable, <laughs> which is how best it's telling. Um, Charlie Sheen and Lindsay Lohan are just playing themselves, I guess. There are just a lot of jokes about how terrible Charlie Sheen and Lindsay Lohan are just at their own expense. I don't know. It was very strange. We do get a long sex scene to the Benny Hill theme, which was a choice. Um, I, I don't, I, <laughs> I just don't really have anything to say. Anything. Anyway, it was a decision. It was a decision. Um, so Lindsay Lohan is scared for no reason, but then we see a ghost and then they're just kind of thrown around for a while and then Lindsay Lohan gets possessed, and then it cuts to black. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Sheen gets thrown across the room. Yeah. And maybe he did. Yes, well, then he we did. get a, a uh, title screen that says that Charlie Sheen has died, and his he has three children who were missing, which I didn't think was going to be important, but that's the entire plot <laughs> of the film. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to Snoop Dogg and some white dude who is apparently Mac Miller, I I'm assuming he's famous because he was hanging with Snoop Dogg, but I didn't recognize him. Yeah, did, I, I do kind of recognize the name, would not recognize I, the face. I really, yeah, I didn't know who he was. Anyway, they're walking around in the woods because they're going to steal uh, from a weed farm nearby. Uh, they do steal some and then um, end up like running away from, I guess, a bunch of helicopter sounds. They also have a long conversation oh my God. about shampoo getting into pee holes, which goes on way too long <laughs> to a point where like i was on the couch and i'm like i'm obviously not writing this scene down because it's irrelevant but i looked over at john and i was like is this like a real problem because it they really made it seem like they just get shampoo in their penis holes constantly it seemed like something that somebody brought up on set once in passing and then they were like oh shit that's gotta make it into the movie that's hilarious <laughs> i like to think of it instead as like one of the writers this happens to him a lot because he's just gross and weird or something and then he's insisting on the scene and everyone's like yo like dan man like, <laughs> we gotta talk <laughs> we gotta talk this doesn't happen to anyone he's like no 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 it's hilarious this is people are gonna relate this, this is happens. gonna resonate yeah yeah this is a topical that's observational humor. Everybody's pee hole stings when they shower. <laughs> the shampoo gets all up in the pee hole. Dan, no. Dan. Why are you pouring shampoo into your pee hole, Dan? We've talked about this. Well, with your lathered up hands, you go to masturbate immediately afterwards. <laughs> uh, anyway, they find a cabin nearby in the woods, and then they have a very long joke about well, that movie with the cabin in the woods. What's it called? And I was really upset because I thought they were going to be... Um, uh, parodying parried oh god i can't say that word right now uh the film cabin in the woods which came out shortly before this which is a satire of a horror film and because they did that in scary movie i assume they were going to be doing that here thankfully they really didn't but it yeah was a fear. it was more of an evil dead yeah they had like little bits of evil dead and they kind of were just making a joke about the title the cabin in the woods i guess yeah which that joke 
went on way <laughs> too long. It really did. I think the joke was supposed to be like, there are a lot of horror movies about a cabin in the woods, but it was just like, no shit. Of course there are. I, I don't know. Anyway, they get into the cabin and they find uh, three kids there. I thought it was two kids at first, but there was a, a badly, <laughs> yeah, badly CGI'd baby there. Uh, and they realize that they're Charlie Sheen's missing children. Uh, we cut to Ashley Tisdale's character, who is Jody. She is taking a pregnancy test. Why is this scene in here? I, I guess it's to show that she doesn't want children. Yeah, I guess. But we didn't need that. She made it pretty obvious frequently. Yeah. Also, just super quick. Uh-huh. Yeah, super ahead. quick. There was a gun joke. Uh, oh, my God. Cabin. I forgot about that. I did write it down, too. Yeah. Did it go on? And for not me? to belabor the point. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, that joke goes on way too long. <laughs> yeah, they tried to shoot at the little girls a lot. Wow. That scene feels like four and a half hours ago. And I'm not kidding that we just watched this movie and the movie's 90 minutes long. But I'm not even ki- Like, that scene of them with the guns feels so it feels like we, i watched it yesterday like and i'm not exaggerating and i'm not high because that happens when you're high but i'm not I, anyway uh jody's peeing on a stick and then her phone because there's an app on her phone that can tell you if you're pregnant <laughs> she pees on her phone and then touches it it's funny <laughs> pee 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 <laughs> and then her phone didn't break anyway she's there's not a pregnant. lot of pee pee poo poo jokes there's not there's some poo poo jokes there's also i wish i'd take a counter of people getting hit with stuff oh boy because that that's the joke in this movie. They That's were, the running joke. Is they were people really hoping on that to carry the movie? <laughs> it was very much like the people who wrote this, made this, all enjoyed this. Really love America's Funniest Home Video. Yes, I was just gonna say <laughs> it's the only thing I can think of. But it reminds me of like it felt like a movie for children, honestly. And it I'm kind really of getting did. ahead of myself, but this movie feels like it was made for like eight year olds, but they like threw some adult humor in there too they should have taken out that adult humor and just aimed it at little children because i think it would have been a wild success it would have been spot on (laughs) because kids love like people falling and getting hit with stuff and i'm like do is this still your sense of humor like do you not understand other humor now i don't know um anyway uh so jody and her husband dan uh find out that dan's brother is charlie sheen and that uh the children have been found so he wants to take the kids jody's really unhappy about this but they take them anyway uh the condition being that they have to move into a house that's full of cameras you know like (laughs) that that's that's a thing it's a really nice house (laughs) it's a nice house uh so jody's very bad with the kids and we get a scene (laughs) that goes on go ahead john it just folks (laughs) The scene just goes on way too long. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> she keeps hurting the infant because there's like a little baby. And it's honestly really awkward. <laughs> like it's not funny watching someone like beat an infant and like set it on fire. Like I, I maybe, I, I don't know. It's, it's just children in general, but an infant, it was just very uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it was clearly like a doll and everything, but like it was just, I don't, I don't know, it was just weird. It was super weird. They were like, you know what? In the first scary movie, they beat women and that's out. So now we got to beat newborns. (laughs) I actually have a note in here that's like clearly someone in the writer room was like, okay, here's what we can't make fun of anymore (laughs) in 2013. Gay jokes Mm -hmm. out. We can't do that anymore. But you know what is still funny? Mexicans. Oh my God. And fat people. Yeah. So if we make one character in the movie... Mexican and fat, 
I think we've got a comedy gold mine on our hands, folks. The money is going to print itself. <laughs> yeah. So they have a housekeeper. Her name is Maria. And it's that's where most of the offensive humor comes from. Um, they just make her as much of a racist stereotype as humanly possible. And she is fat. So a lot of fat jokes. There's one later, too, with the ballerinas. But it's like a visual one. But it's still just gross but anyway oh there's also a dog oh the dog doesn't come up why did i write that down i thought maybe it would i mean there's some bad jokes with the dog but i wrote zero of them down a sweet dream sequence with the dog how dare you john you're getting way ahead that's in the inception sequence and we're not there yet (laughs) Uh, so you see that dan is struggling at work where he trains monkeys he's injecting them with some stuff uh but all the monkeys are still dumb I wasn't expecting a Planet of the Apes sequence, but here we are. They've really bucked the trend by instead of just parodying horror movies, they're like, hey, you know what? This was a movie (laughs) that people might recognize. Why not? (laughs) And also at this point, we get helpful narrations that explain the plot to us, which was actually really helpful because the movie itself was doing a real bad job of explaining it. So having the narrator there tell me what is happening was helpful i didn't agree like i didn't feel that way but i also didn't feel like there was much of a plot to be had so anyway honestly i could take out this whole monkey sequence and the monkey has a big role later caesar the monkey that he's training and it wouldn't even matter i could just take all of that out and it would have little effect anyway um at home jody is struggling with the kids more Uh, Dan suggests that she bonds over ballet, but she remembers her mother giving birth to her while performing on stage. Let me tell you, I did not expect to see a woman give birth in a a dude's face while that dude held her up over him. Mm -hmm. That's how you give birth, by the way. It's just... It just straight out. out. Yeah. yeah. Your water breaks and then the baby pops out mm-hmm. is the order of operations. That'd be uh, nice. Huh? I did not expect that baby to get kicked into a tuba and then blown out of that tuba mm-hmm. and back onto the stage. Mm-hmm. But here we are. And then she became Ashley Tisdale later. Uh, anyway, Dan eventually does convince her to join the Swan Lake performance. Uh, this all happens just so we could get... some black swan sequences (laughs) hundo percent (laughs) so she goes to like auditions or whatever we meet uh heather who's played by molly shannon who shouldn't be in this film um speaking of people who shouldn't be in this film (laughs) i kept a little tracker i won't necessarily go into it now because we haven't met some of the characters yet but i have a list of people who are too good for this movie (laughs) who end up here and then another list of people who are just good enough for this movie. <laughs> Ouch, honey. <laughs> uh, we also meet Kendra here, who I guess is supposed to be like Mila Kunis's character. Uh, she auditions by stripping. It's awkward. It doesn't go on for too long, but it sure feels like it does. It's true. It goes on a tasteful amount of time. But it's not a tasteful joke to begin with. So is any amount of time a tasteful amount of time? Question for the ages. <laughs> Uh, So later, the house is destroyed. The children say that Mama did it. Uh, Marie says to call a psychic, but Dan's like, no, I'm going to set up some cameras. Go ahead, John. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
Guess which scene goes on for too long, guys. <laughs> if you guessed the scene of him putting up cameras, you guessed right. Oh my god, really long. Imagine like, okay, so that this was they really leaned in hard for the physical comedy in air quotes uh, bit of this one. Yeah, while not hiring any comedians who are good at physical comedy. <laughs> yes. Just kind of imagine a scene i guess i guess i don't know christmas vacation comes to mind like him trying to put up the christmas lights imagine that but done worse but then it also takes like 10 times as long (laughs) for the scene to be over it was that yeah it was so bad um so later at ballet jody gets the swan queen role somehow um and kendra is named her understudy Later, some paranormal activity scenes happen, and Jody decides to call the psychic. I, again, this went on for too long. There were a lot of just, like, random bits of, like, paranormal activity nighttime scenes that were very stupid and very racist, generally, because Maria was in a lot of them, and she just would be cleaning and stuff, and it was terrible. And hitting pinatas. Oh my god, what? What was that? Oh, <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, so the psychic they call is Cat Williams. Um, he tries to do something. I don't know. It doesn't work. I think I started looking up something on my phone at this point, but it's a useless scene. That Now, was this before or after the vacuum orgy? I think this was before the vacuum orgy. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're not at the vacuum orgy. We're not at the vacuum orgy I didn't write down the vacuum orgy, so we're gonna, we might have to guess where okay. it was, but I trust you. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, there's not a whole lot to say about it, but... There's oh, no, a... wait. This might be around that time. This might be around it now. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a pool vacuum in mm-hmm. their pool, and it comes awake at night one night and opens the gate by itself, and then other pool vacuums come in, and there's a pool vacuum orgy and party. And, um, I mean, if 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 you know uh, of a movie that has, like, a haunted pool vacuum that maybe this was parodying let us know because man it just came out of the fucking blue for us (laughs) like what what is going on with this pool vacuum Mm. on top of that it wasn't funny it was (laughs) yeah they were definitely going for the random equals funny on this one oh right (laughs) uh and like all of the other (laughs) jokes So random. So random. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> They're living in 2002. <laughs> I cannot wait to visit the GeoCities website <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> Honestly, if teenagers back in 2002 who dressed like that and said RAR made a movie, it would be infinitely more interesting than this. Oh, especially if you were stoned. I feel like they'd make a really good movie for when you're high. Uh, where the hell was I? Okay, so some other day, because I skipped a bunch of stuff, (laughs) Dan fires Maria for insisting, is it Maria or Marie? Maria, right? I think so. Uh, for insisting that the house is haunted and, like, trying to cleanse her or whatever, so he fires her. Um, go ahead, John. They get into a fight. (laughs) Now, I, before, I compared these scenes that go on way too long to Family Guy Mm -hmm. and how they do scenes that go on too long. Mm -hmm. This scene is straight up ripped from Family Guy. Yeah, it's this, literally this family. is Peter and the chicken fighting. If you've seen Family Guy, you know that recurring bit that goes on forever. This is that exactly. <laughs> I've barely seen Family Guy and I know that bit. I'm not a Family Guy fan. So if this is like I feel like this movie is maybe for Family Guy fans, I don't really know. Especially like 
current Family Guy fans, not like, you know, 2003 Family Guy fans. The OGs. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, we eventually get to like Dan's work and his fight with Maria continues there and they accidentally release all of the smart monkeys which I thought was going to come into play later. All this stuff was happening. And I'm like, John, am I going to have to write any of this down? Like, is it going to be had, important? And John I had was too like, too much faith. <laughs> he was like, it's definitely going to come into play later. And I was like, all right, guess what? It fucking doesn't. I mean, the monkeys kind of come up later. They appear, but it doesn't Barely. matter. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I gave the movie too much credit. I, wasted, I was flying on a high. I wasted pen ink on this bullshit. Uh, so at home, the kid tells Jody that uh she dreams about mama i just kept saying the kids or the kid because i never got any of their names but eventually i realized that the oldest kid's name is Catherine. i'm still not even sure no I, you her... could literally say any name and <laughs> and I would i'm gonna say Catherine. i think it is so Catherine tells jody because like okay so there's three kids Catherine's the oldest one she seems to be the most coherent oldest she's still like seven and then there's, like, a middle child who acts like a dog the whole movie and at some point put a snack up her butt and it was weird. And and then there's the baby. Um, I re- Oh, God. All right. Anyway. We'll, we'll call that one baby. Baby. Yeah. So Catherine tells Jody she dreams about uh, Mama. Like, Mama had, I don't know, read from a book and became cursed or whatever. So uh, Jody's like, well, I have to see into your dreams. And... <laughs> A Leo, Leo DiCaprio looking motherfucker shows up. They clearly they could not get Leo for this on the pe- all, on the people that were too good for this movie who were still in it. Leonardo DiCaprio is not one of them, but they got a damn good lookalike. Yeah, uh, he comes over to see into the kids' dream. John. <laughs> yeah, the um, there's a lot of dream <laughs> jokes that go on here we get a lot of different movie type things here too i say a lot actually it's just inception and 50 shades of gray yeah there was like a whole 50 shades of gray sequence that made no sense made no sense came out of nowhere they even like kind of said it afterwards they're like i don't know what that was about and then they just moved on like they just wanted to get another pop culture reference in here somehow um nailed it yeah good job everybody uh and then get the baby Catherine. yeah eventually they get to Catherine's dream and sees that she just read from a book and became a demon ghost whatever they do reuse that joke from the first movie which one from the very first scene where the lady's running away from the killer and there's that sign that says safety or death Mm. and then she decides and then picks death Oh, I didn't even connect that. Honestly. Yeah, they had they as as the the ghost was going, there was a sign that was like good or evil, and they 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 tr- make a decision, <laughs> and they go evil. It was like almost kind of funny because the way they queued up the music with it, with the decision making was was mildly humorous. Yeah, it was good. We chuckled a couple times in this movie, and that's about as much as I can say. No, no good belly guffaws, but there was a few snortles, <laughs> and I very easy to make laugh by the way john doesn't laugh out loud very often and stuff but i i will 100 percent laugh yeah even if i'm by myself i will crack up at a movie or something like i don't care but uh, scary movie don't do it um so jody's like i gotta find the book and she hooks up with kendra literally <laughs> uh, kendra's the mila kunis black swan anyway they, they were gonna go to the find the cabin but instead they go partying 
to a club called The Cabin. (laughs) (laughs) And they hook up or whatever. Um, For a real long time. Yes, not as long as the Charlie Sheen sex scene, but maybe it's because it didn't have Charlie Sheen, so it didn't feel as long. That's true. So it's it's really hard to say. Uh, she sleeps in the next day and gets to practice late to... I dropped my pen. Uh, to find Kendra practicing her part. <gasps> Bitch. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jesus. Let me get my pen. That was harsh. This really doesn't come up later. I'm not sure why I wrote it down, which I can say about a lot of this stuff. Anyway, another night, Jody does go to the cabin where Mama was, uh, and they find the book, and... <laughs> what happens, John? So they, they read from the book, <laughs> and when they read the curse, uh, there there's some kids upstairs, and when they read the curse, they kind of turn into demons and start, like, cutting their own arms off and shit. But then they read the the word to end the curse, and then they're like, oh, shit, what did we just do? And I'll be honest, the first time it happened, I was like, oh, that was pretty good. That was, yeah, pretty it was. Good. it's a very good idea for a bit. Yeah. And then they read the words again, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, how many times is this going to happen? And the answer was too many. <laughs> Way too many. They there's, um, went back to that well. <laughs> there's a rule in comedy called the rule of threes, and it doesn't apply for a joke like this. <laughs> I think the rule of three would have been curse, uncursed, cursed again. That would have been the rule of threes. But they thought curse, uncursed was one, curse, uncursed was two, and curse, uncursed was three, and that was funny. But it wasn't. No. no. They, they misinterpreted the rule of threes. You know, it happens to us all. <laughs> Um, so she, oh my God, the whole rest of the movie is summed up in like four lines here because yeah. I was tired. Uh, so she brings the book home and sees, um, a map to a cliff that mama's going to bring the children and throw them off. Mama takes the kids. Jody and Dan follow them. They save the children. Opening night of the ballet happens. Jody tells Kendra to take her part. They live happily ever after. I'm going to be honest. This mama looked about as good as the mama for mama. <laughs> She fucking did. If you've never seen Mama, it's a pretty interesting film about, like, these two girls who are, like, raised by a demon ghost. It's pretty cool. And then they're, like, adopted by a family later when they're found, and Mama obviously follows them there. It has legitimately really creepy parts, and then you see Mama, and it looks horrendous. I would say this Mama looks a little bit better, honestly, because they didn't rely on CGI so much, the Mama and Mama. And there were... There was another scene when when they defeat Mama. Mm-hmm. Mama then falls into the mm. hot tub of a yacht that's owned by Snoop Dogg and Mac Miller. And she gets eaten by a shark that was in the hot tub. And that was a callback to one of the lines from earlier in the movie when they were talking about what they were going to do with the reward money. And he's like, I'm going to buy a yacht and a shark. He's like, what do you need a shark for? He's like, hey. You always need a shark. And then the shark eats mama. And Snoop Dogg's like, see? Always get a shark. That's good writing. (laughs) That's an exaggeration. This is pod racing. (laughs) Now that is comedy. Also, the last line of the movie was also very good. If there's anything to be learned... It's that humanity is a pathetic race and apes should take over. <laughs> That's honestly, yeah. 
Yeah, that's the only way the apes come back, I guess. And that was Scary Movie 5. That was Scary Movie 5. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you who's in this movie <laughs> who just... You're too good for this. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you do some fun stuff. I get it. You're too good for this. Terry Crews. What were you doing here, buddy? <laughs> Usher? But why? Usher came out of nowhere. What? Really did. That was a favor. Somebody somebody was <laughs> friends with Usher and called in a favor. Ashley Tisdale. Honestly, I'll be Ashley Tisdale's character was like good in this movie. I liked her. She was good? Like how? No, I just I liked her character in this movie. Oh, what did but, you like about her? I don't know. She just made sense, I guess, <laughs> more than other characters. It's true. But okay. you're too good for this movie, Ashley. Also, the eldest of the three kids. Mm-hmm. She was a good actress. She was really funny. She was, she was too good for this. She... This was probably her first movie. And, you know, you probably don't get to turn down many offers when you're like eight. <laughs> but you're too good for this movie. Molly Shannon, you've done some duds. I get it. Still. Not like this. And then Sarah Hyland, who I had to look up her name. Who? Uh... The, the lady from Modern Family. Oh, Haley. From Haley Modern from Family. Modern Family. And Katrina Bowden, who I also had to look up her name. I don't know who that is either. She was in 30 Rock. She was like the hot one in 30 Rock. The, uh, it's been a little while. Um, she's, she's done a bunch of other things mm. too. But Now, here's my list of people who seemed right at home on this screen charlie sheen living your best life <laughs> Lindsay lohan hey 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 i don't know if i agree with that 2013 Lindsay lohan all right cat williams this seemed about right i don't know enough about cat williams to be honest heather locklear I know the name. Yeah. I can't remember which one she is. And Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. Mike Tyson was another really random one. Out of nowhere. But you belonged. Oh, my God. So how did you feel about this compared to the first one? So, boy, oh, boy. Um, This, I mean, it wasn't funny. No. So if that was the goal... <laughs> I don't think they did a good. <laughs> they um, did a bad. They did a bad. I mean, I didn't find the first one funny either, but I could see how other people would. I don't know who this movie was made for, though. I, I'm i not sure, but then I would say the same thing about, like, Paul Blart Mall Cop. So is it made for those people? Please, if you liked, like, Paul Blart Mall Cop, did you also like Scary Movie 5? Like, is that the audience? Maybe. I think it might be for Family Guy fans, to be honest. I've never seen Paul Blart. I mean, me neither, but I could ba- just based on the trailers can kind of take a gander, take a guess. We should listen to Till Death Do Us Blart so no. we can get <laughs> up to date on. If there's ever a third one, we'll do <laughs> an episode about Paul Blart Mall Cop. Can't wait. Woo! <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I feel like in the first scary movie, if you cut around the just absolutely horribly offensive material 
It'd be about 20 minutes long, but it would be 20 minutes of some kind of funny stuff. Yeah, it'd be a good 20 minutes. Whereas in this one, if you cut around the offensive material, it wouldn't be a short because there was less of it, but it still wouldn't be funny. Yeah, I would be hard-pressed to find five good jokes in this movie. We liked the this bit with, like, they were supposed to be driving in a car, and it was very clearly, like, a toy model car driving with nobody in it as they did a voiceover. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. That was a good visual gag. But they reused it. That's exactly And that it. made it less funny. That made it less funny. <laughs> they reused it later, and it wasn't funny. Ugh. Yeah. Lazy. Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. Yeah. How would you rate Scary Movie 5? Okay. I will give it a Catherine uh, because the little Catherine girl was really great. And I would, yeah, I would rate it one Catherine um, minus her sister. <laughs> oh, but her sister was so good. She was, I guess she did a good job too. <laughs> with the material that with was the, given The material her. that was provided to her at five years old. I just can't get the visual of my head of her shoving the popsicle stick up her butt and then taking it out and smelling it and making that weird face. I yeah, can't, it's burned in there. It's really burned in there, especially because they showed it again later. That's true. They and, did They did a recap of what had happened earlier in the movie. Yeah, as they showed like Jody's character realizing she loved all these little children. Um, oof. Yeah. Oof. That probably pushed something else out of my brain to make room for it and that's sad to think about maybe it was something worse you know you never know maybe all right so we, i'm just gonna for now i'll give it a Catherine, and i'll subtract i'm gonna subtract 80 minutes because that's how much of this movie wasn't funny <laughs> so one Catherine minus 80 minutes all right that's you know what that's an accurate 87 minutes <laughs> i think there's less <laughs> okay i think i would rate this this is gonna take this is gonna require a little bit of math oh god okay um but i would give this a an usher <laughs> times mm. an ashley tisdale sure divided oh god by a charlie sheen mm. And I would, I guess, um, subtract Lindsay Lohan, but then maybe add a Cat Williams. And I don't know where that ends up <laughs> landing, but wherever it is, I think that's where it belongs. <laughs> it belongs um, in the bad movies pile. Of, it just, It just wasn't very funny. <laughs> So good on you, Netflix, for this being the only one of the five that you have on your service. I guess it's, I really thought all of them were there. That's why I picked Scary Movie to begin with. I was like, oh, we had to pay for the first one. Didn't, no, we didn't no, watch we it didn't. on YouTube. We yeah. wouldn't have paid for it. Yeah, so I think that's the wrap up of the Scary Movie franchise. Um, it's what I imagined, like all of those other parody movies were like, like date movie and stuff like that, that spun off of it. But I assumed that it was going to be better, but it wasn't. Yeah, those were accurate spinoffs. Yeah, <laughs> just as unfunny and bad. I think I've seen date movie. I think that's the only spinoff I've seen. And I really didn't like it. I didn't think it was funny at all. If I sat through the whole thing, which I don't believe I did. Maybe we should find a good comedy 
like non-parody comedy uh, franchise to do. I feel like we haven't really done any of those. We can find one, I think. Maybe that'll be next week. We'll try to think of a... <laughs> a redemption comedy. A good comedy franchise. Yeah. Hmm. Hangover. <laughs> nice. We'll just get Mike Tyson in all of our fucking movies then. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to watch the hang. Although that could be a fun experiment. I've only seen the first one. But anyway, yeah, we'll figure that out next week. Join us for our, our, our next weeks of... I don't know. Maybe we'll find a comedy. For- We're just going to come here next week and watch some dumbass scary movie. I swear to God. Yeah. Well, until next time, watch the best and save the rest for us. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs>